Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Littlest Podcast, a podcast about the Canadian television show The Littlest Hobo, where myself, Katie, and my friend Stefan watched every episode of The Littlest Hobo, and then we talked about them. Yeah! <laughs> but we have now finished. We're done. That's it. We've Thanks watched for them all. <laughs> so we just want to say bye. No, see you later. <laughs> have fun. Have a good life. <laughs> uh, no, we're here to do our final, final wrap up. Yeah, this is uh, this is that episode with all the flashbacks in it. <laughs> it is. It's that bottle episode where they just like go back and show clips. Yep. Clip show. Yeah, and this episode will probably have like a ton of clips in it. <laughs> it's going to be so. a nightmare to edit. <laughs> I am so sorry. <laughs> no, it's good. So. I'm going to mention as many episodes as possible. <laughs> You're just going to go down the list? Yeah. Do you remember mm, Ghost <laughs> Rig? Do you remember mm, Escape? Actually, I don't. I, I don't remember what Escape that is that at all. Like, wait, no. <laughs> so Stefan did print out a list of every episode, and I was going through that list getting ready for today. And there was a bunch of them that I was like, I couldn't tell you anything yeah. about them. Well, there's some that I was like, oh my God, yes, I remember that. Other ones, no. Yeah, Escape, <laughs> the Pied Piper. I'm just kind of looking at them now. And like, <laughs> Is the Hunt the Wolf Bounty one? Oh, maybe. I think the Hunt is the Wolf yeah, Bounty. Yeah, I think so. It's got Fast Freddy. Do you remember that? I do remember Fast Freddy. Freddy um, was great. No, there is one called Wolf Hunt. So what's Hunt? The Hunt? <laughs> is Wolf Hunt the Hunt? I don't know. I don't remember. Okay, so Wolf Hunt was the one with, with the kids. kids. Yeah, yeah, the boys. Yeah. The one who looks like Roger Waters, and then they fall down the same... <laughs> the quarry cliff The quarry thing. cliff. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, we could do this all day. Yeah, we could do this all day. <laughs> it's a 10-hour podcast. Yeah. No, what we're going to do is uh, Katie and I are going to give our personal top five mm-hmm. and bottom five for all six seasons. Yep. And then we're also going to go through... Uh, what we're calling the biggest WTF moments yes. of The Littlest Hobo. Um, there's a lot of them. I had tough. We, we limited ourselves to 10 each. We did. Um, I imagine there's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of similarities between our selections, probably for you know the WTFs and the best and worst, because there are so. clear contenders. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, it's hard to limit yourself on the WTF moments, because there are so many of them. So many. So many. I really just went with the ones that immediately popped into my head. Yes. But like there's going through that list of episodes, I was like, oh yeah, that happened. <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I think what we'll do is we'll talk about what we think is like the fifth worst episode each. Yep. So we'll do a worst, we'll do two WTFs, and then we'll do a best, and then we'll just kind of alternate. So we're not sitting here in negativity all the time. We're going to balance it all out. But I think we're going to have some of the same choices. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yes. We should say we're actually sitting across from each other. I'm I know. very excited. It's so cool. I was telling Katie um, off mic before we came in, I was like, I haven't sat across from another person since in like at least two months. Probably saw like I'm not exaggerating, two months. Other than my wife, yeah. you're the first person I've actually seen face to face, like in the same room sitting across in two months. So I kinda like kinda like a puppy dog. Right. Like the owner comes home. You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was like, my social skills have like dropped off the map. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, like not talking to people for like two months outside of work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So this might be a really weird episode. I oh, mean, they all are. Yeah, but a lot like, of lot of energy, a lot of energy yeah, going just, on. A lot of just going to go in all directions. Yeah, cool. <laughs> let's let's start. I'm yeah. I'm I'm going to give you what I think is the fifth worst episode all right. of all six seasons of The Littlest uh, Hobo. What'd you pick? 
I picked Ghost Station. Mm. That one was pretty terrible. Yeah. So Ghost Station, we gave a D when we originally <laughs> yeah. rated everything. I, t- I went back through all six <laughs> wrap-ups and like figured out our ratings. You did. It was great. Um, Ghost Station's awful. It's... It's awful because it stars an unlikable protagonist, mm-hmm. which is not rare, but yeah. you know it happens. Who's that? A professor who is illegally digging up <laughs> human remains that are perfectly preserved under the TTC <laughs> yeah. with a shovel, not with a. He's not dusting no for tools. them. He no just, good tools. yeah, he's just digging in. <laughs> yeah, he may or may not know the criminal. It's never explained. Yep. Um, the criminal threatens to kill the guy, and the guy is totally nonchalant about it. <laughs> yeah. There's a gun chase, but it's super boring. It's so boring. Yeah, it's just, and at the end of it, even though he has illegally found a way into the TTC, which, by the way, they changed, I remember they changed the names of the lines for. They didn't even use oh, actual yeah. TTC <laughs> lines. Wasted potential. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, everyone gets away scot-free. He gets a grant no at the end of this. No consequences. No consequences for illegally breaking into the TTC and digging up human remains and shipping them out in cello cases. It's fine. It's, it's totally fine. It's, and it's badly acted. It's yes. it's badly scored. Nothing really makes sense. Yep. Um, yeah, just, just a terrible episode. So I'm saying it is the fifth worst. <laughs> and we're just downhill from there. And it's only going to get worse. <laughs> that was like my honorable mention. Like it, it didn't make my top five list, spoiler, but it is yeah. like an honorable mention for terrible. I do have some honorable mentions. <laughs> so if we get to the end and there's a couple we haven't talked about, I think we'll we'll delve real quick into them. Yeah. All right. So I'll give you, I'll give you my top or my fifth worst episode. Yes. Uh, I decided to go with Music Box. Okay. Uh, I think it just embodied all the bad things that Hobo does, yep. such as getting a great guest star <laughs> and then wasting them. Yeah. Totally. Like, I still can't believe they got Karen Kane. Yep. Ballerina extraordinaire, super famous. And then she danced, but terribly. Yes. Well, not terribly. She danced well. She danced well, but they didn't they give her anything. It. it was terribly shot. Yeah. It was so weird. I hated all the weird dreamlike sequence. Had a child in it. Yep. You know how I feel about that. <laughs> yes. Who <laughs> was not a great actress. The plot made really no sense. Nope. It just was like the embodiment of all the bad hobo tropes and it, traits. It's that, and it's it is the first episode I think of when I think of wasted potential. Yes. And we have those episodes, right? Yeah. So like Ghost Station is one of those. Absolutely. You have the TTC, you waste Use it. it. <laughs> the one that was in um, Canada's Wonderland. Oh yeah, was another uh, amnesia the, one. Another kind of wasted episode where you're not really using the the area. But Music Box is like king of that because you have Karen Kane. Yeah, and you have Casaloma. Yeah, and you're not even using it. Not like all. And, and you don't. They don't even call it Casaloma. They nope. give it. They give it another name. A weird name. I don't understand. And this is. I think what Music Box is season two or season three. We're we're in Canada at this point. Yes. They've given up on trying to pass it off. It's a hundred percent. We're in Canada. Yeah. So just know. just roll with it. You're gonna get your Canadian viewership. <laughs> Why would you use a landmark that everyone in Canada has to have some? At least Ontario. Absolutely. Which is what the most populous province in Canada. Exactly. Like, just yeah, it's that is the wasted potential episode. And then if you call it Casaloma, not that I think this is what actually happened, but maybe some people will be like, oh, I want to go to Casaloma now. Yes, like, absolutely. It's oh, a cool place. Let's go or see I've it. been there. <laughs> yeah. I want to show my friend this episode. Yeah. You know, like, like that's the place I walked through. But and just the whole like museum plot line, the dad plot line that yeah. never went anywhere. Nope. It was just so wasted (laughs) so 
Stop. Fifth worst. Fifth worst. Yeah, I have a, it's an honorable mention on <laughs> yeah. mine. So yeah, it was it was in the mix. Yeah. Okay, let's let's talk about some weird, crazy things that um, happened. Absolutely. Okay, I've rated mine one through ten. Me too. So I want to. I've in true. Um, how do I how do I put this? I have a degree in philosophy. <laughs> philosophy loves to categorize things. Yes. So I've channeled my uh, inner Immanuel Kant. <laughs> and I have uh, basically broken down WTF moments into two categories. Oh, wow. Okay. And I think you'll agree. Okay. So they are the ones that make you think WTF when you see them yep. immediately uh-huh. because the writing makes it shocking. So what's happening, you can't believe that they wrote that into the episode. Yep. Or the actual on-screen actions make it shocking. So you're seeing animal abuse. <laughs> yeah. You might be seeing something an actor is doing that is uncomfortable. <laughs> so yeah. that's category one. Okay. Category two is... They make you go WTF, mm-hmm. but they do it later. Ah. So when you're watching the episode, you're like, this is strange. But the more you think about it, the stranger <laughs> it gets. I like that. Yep. And this is for the same reasons. Because it's written that way yep. or because the actual on-screen actions at the time, you're like, what? And then a day later, you're like, like wait a second. They did that. You're yeah. trying to explain it to somebody and you're like, oh, this is bad. <laughs> so it's basically immediate WTF. Okay. And delayed WTF. Yeah. yeah. I like that. It's the, the philosophy of hobo. Um, so I'm going to I'm gonna s- hobo. start off <laughs> okay. with one from Born to Run. Ooh, if you remember okay. Born to Run with the little whippet dog. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's that they leave that man to die in the swamp. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that one on my list, but yes, <laughs> they do. He just falls in and they take off. He can't get out. No, he is trapped yes he's he's in the swamp and they leave him there he's just gonna get eaten by bugs and then slowly get baked by the sun it's he's gonna he can't drink the swamp water because he can't move his arms no he is he He literally is gonna die in the swamp some kid's gonna come along and just see this like corpse of a body yeah Eight thousand leeches are so gonna just cool. like suck them dry, like the point. And that was one where it was like the more you think about it, kind yes. of thing. I think when we were talking about when we were recording and talking about it, that's when it clued in for me. I was like, oh yeah. Um, what have you got at ten? Okay, so my ten is I don't think it falls into either of those categories because it's literally just the episode as a whole. <laughs> as a what? There's holes in my categories. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> we'll have to think about this some more. <laughs> Dive deep. Uh, I wrote the entirety of the Tempest Probe episode. Oh, yes. Because there are uh, secret bases (laughs) and lasers. The Devo cops. I literally wrote Devo. Yep. (laughs) There's Devo. It's very 80s. It's so strange and bizarre. It doesn't fit into the world of Hobo, but it kind of (laughs) does. Yeah, it's bizarre. If more episodes were like that, I would actually be like super happy. I would have taken a three-parter. Absolutely. Following Caliban <laughs> as he goes from like place to place and then the hobo's trying to track him down. Yeah. And he had that other dog, that like Ariel. Ariel, yeah. Yeah, who was like also like hobo. That'd be awesome. Uh, so the whole episode was just, what? WTF? Yep. WTF. <laughs> like, why are we getting this weird 80s yep. secret bases, military. Doggy cam. Laser episode. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't something blow up? Like a laser or something? Yeah. Though no, he steals the, the microchip and yes. the chip is like the size of a cereal Super box. It's huge. <laughs> it's massive. Yes. Uh, just that whole episode. The, the secret bad guy group or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Of different people from different <laughs> nations. Yeah. Coming. And the weird room full of props <laughs> and a pinball machine. Exactly. It's so strange. Yep. The whole episode. That's I have that one in my honorable mention. <laughs> nice. uh, it literally says Devo as well. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I have to, I have to include it. That's excellent. Okay, here's here's my number nine, and it is actually much like number ten. Okay. 
It's uh, from Second Chance. Oh my god! The drug running episode. That's my number nine too. It's car into lake, leave them to drown. That's my number nine too. Hey, <laughs> exactly my number nine. Hobo a, and everyone else watch a man drown. They just let him go. They just stand there. The car sinks. And the one cop's like, "Oh, we should get some divers in here." But nobody like jumps in to try. I was gonna say divers are for bodies. <laughs> Radio Harbor Patrol and get some divers down there. <laughs> <laughs> He's been in the water for like two seconds. That's incredible. It was nobody at all on that set was like, maybe we should have someone try and rescue him. Nope. Or like a shot of him like getting, getting out of the out. car. Yeah, do, get a stunt guy or even a <laughs> right. dummy and jettison it from the car. Yeah. Even just do a cheap cutaway where like you get the actor to do two rolls on the, the concrete and then right. you're like, he rolled out of the car, yeah. you know. But no, they, they let him go in the car and the car sinks Yeah, and they the just pier. Watch. Just hobo and everyone just stand there and watch. Yep. Just watching a man watching a man die. <laughs> watch a man drown. Wow. Just another day for the hobo. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's hop on to the best. Okay. The top five. Mm-hmm. I hope this isn't a confusing format, but <laughs> Katie and I didn't want to do like all the negatives and then all the positives. So we no. this is our final episode. We're gonna jump around. We can do what we want. Yeah. I, I figure <laughs> if you you're listening to this, you've probably been listening to all of them and <laughs> And this is our last one, so we're going to have our cake. <laughs> we're doing a very, like, avant-garde, like Christopher Nolan memento. This is our Devo Just episode. Re- yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, my top, my number five yeah. is actually Smoke. Ah, very nice. The very first episode that aired. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand from Brad from the Littlest Hobo fan page that it's not the first one originally that was stand-in. Yes. But I think Smoke is an excellent introduction to Littlest Hobo. Mm-hmm. Technically, perhaps not the best episode, but it's got everything that makes the show great. Yes. So you have a dog stunt with the hobo skydiving. Absolutely. Um, you've got that crazy danger disco that we never really got back, which was amazing. That was very good. You have a live cougar. Because <laughs> a man fighting a live cougar. Yes. A cougar in a in a bear <laughs> trap. You have a kid eating rat poison. <laughs> yeah. Um, you have actually a competent female doctor doing yes. things. Because the way they're going to portray women for the next not great. forever is not always so flattering. No. You got um, a bit of a character arc with the dad. Yep, a little bit. You know, yeah, um, some sort of yeah, and like emotional the, growth. <laughs> you got Rooker. You got um, mm-hmm. what's his name now? I can't remember his name. It's not Joe, is it? Oh, the uh, the lead. The, the I want to call him Dan, but that's not it. That's okay. <laughs> He's not a Sam or a Charlie. He was very Shatner-esque. He's very Shatner-esque. He does a great job. Yeah, I think he's very good. Smoke and like I picked these top five. And that, you know, if, if somebody was like, Stefan, show me this Littlest Hobo show you keep talking <laughs> about. You got five episodes. This is one I'd pick. It's probably mm-hmm. the first one I would show because it just kind of introduces the hobo in a, in a, in a good way. Yes. And I think that's why it deserves to be in the top five, <laughs> even though we only gave it a B plus when we actually ranked it. <laughs> yeah. I think it's it's gotten stronger as time has gone when by. When you have things to compare it to. Yes, very Absolutely. much so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely on my list. I won't say where, but okay. it's, it is in Good. my top Yeah, five. that's awesome. Uh, my number five is actually, I, I cheated a little. I put two episodes here. Oh, okay. Well, that's all right. <laughs> because it's a two-parter. Right. Uh, Willie and Kate and the Further Adventures of Willie and Kate. Nice. That's awesome. One, because for some reason that episode really sticks out in my head. I really enjoy those characters of yes. Willie and Kate, which is so <laughs> rare in a hobo episode. Generally, I'm not a fan of the characters, but Willie and Kate, I highly enjoyed. 
I talked about it in that episode. I wanted to see more of them. I wanted them to have their own spinoff. That'd be I think awesome. It's fun. I think it's a little ridiculous as the hobo should be. But yeah, so I thought just in terms of character, it was a good introduction to the hobo. And a good child actor. And a good child actor, which always deserves praise in my <laughs> books. Thank God. Uh, she's sassy. They had a little, a nice little relationship. Yeah. Uh, the hobo did some things instead of just being like a prop. Yes. <laughs> yeah, a messenger. Yeah, just like delivering things back and forth. Uh, yep. So yeah, I just... It stuck out for me, and I always enjoyed it, and I kept calling back to it, so I felt it needed to be in my top five. That's fantastic. That's yeah. a solid choice. <laughs> I don't have that anywhere on my list. I remember looking at it and going, those were good, but yeah. I'm, I'm glad you picked them. That's cool. <laughs> so that was my number five. All right. Um, what is your number four worst? <gasps> to the bottom four. It wasn't hard to pick my bottom five. <laughs> it was just hard to rank them. Yes. Because <laughs> anyone could be number four. But I went with Romeo and Julio. Okay. Okay. Uh, Again, well, we just talked about it. The hobo is only a delivery boy in this episode. Yes. It takes place basically in one house. He just delivers letters back and forth. Romeo and Julio are not even characters. No, they're not. In this episode. Nope. And the characters we do get are pretty terrible. Yeah, they don't belong together at all, do they? No, like the parents are pretty terrible. That's the Leslie Nielsen episode. Okay, so yeah. He's you, good. An episode, you know what episode is bad when Leslie Nielsen can't save it. Can't save it. He no. tries he does an admirable job. Yes. But it is, there's that whole weird subplot with the mom is like Bronco rider or whatever. Oh, the lady bareback <laughs> rider. Yeah. Yeah, she accuses him of having a lady oh, yeah, bareback that's right. rider. Yeah. Well, then ask him about his lady bareback she rider. She was not my lady bareback rider. Oh, no, she was everybody's lady bareback rider. She calls him Chesty. Do you yes. remember that? Oh, that's my his God. nickname. Yes. Oh, Chesty. Chesty. <laughs> I just, oh, just, oh. And the, again, yeah, the two, the Penny and. Uh, the guy's name who clearly made no impression Yo, yeah. on me whatsoever. And isn't there the scene where Hobo goes into the supermarket and we watch him pick up uh, stuff? For like five for, minutes. Yeah. And he, that's on top of like the 10 minutes we watch him take a note back <laughs> and forth and back. And, it, it is. It's a boring episode where nothing happens. Nothing at all. And they don't even try to make it interesting. Nope. And again, why is it called that? Name your characters that yeah. <laughs> they're really just that could be a WTF moment for me. Yeah. Why is there no Romeo and Julio? And why call them Romeo and Julio? Why not just call it Romeo and Juliet? Uh, <laughs> Questions. A good, a very solid choice. Okay. <laughs> so what's your number four? Uh, my number four is the locket. Ooh, yeah. So the locket is another episode where nothing happens. Mm -hmm. So we get the old man at the beginning. The highlight of the episode happens a minute in where he drops the window in his hand. <laughs> yes. And But then from there, it's just him monologuing for like two, three minutes. Yeah. Hobo takes the locket and then we watch him run for, I, I calculated it out. I went back 16.7% of the episode. That's right. Almost a fifth of the episode is just watching this dog run. Yeah. And run to the point where his paws hurt because he starts licking them. Yeah. And they left that in, yep, by the way. Um, there's also the bit where he finds the woman who the locket belongs yeah. to. She does not recognize the locket. They get on their houseboat and they go away. And then he finds her a second time. And then in the dark, she recognizes the locket. But it's not presented like that. It's just, they. I don't know why she has two scenes. And it is the same people. <laughs> I know. We, I remember we were questioning. We're like, is that the same yes. person with the boat? Like, is, is that the same she calls for Paul yeah. both times. <laughs> and we're like, it has to be the it same person. It has to be the same person. But she, yeah, it just, 
makes no sense. And he has that weird like discussion about his wife. Yes. Like <laughs> he never learned to read and write. <laughs> right? Yes. And just, oh yeah. It, yeah, it's it's a bad episode. I on the flip side, if somebody said, "What are five episodes to not watch?" <laughs> this is one because you just. just you're going to be bored. It's just a waste of time. It is definitely one of those ones where it's like, we need to flesh this out more running. Yep. And <laughs> like, that's, it's stock. It, it's just stock of the hobo running. Yeah. And it's not like, I don't care about these characters. She Didn't she work at some weird marina or something? Yeah. Like, and he just randomly had a photo of his daughter. But, but it then, wasn't of her. It was of a <laughs> sign. sign. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Awful, awful episode. That is def- boring. That, it's a waste of your time. Not on my list, but definitely an honorable mention. Okay. Good stuff. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> WTF moments. Uh, okay. My number eight. Okay. Uh, is Hobo Kills a Man in an Elevator Shaft. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's on my list, but it's in a different spot. <laughs> that's fair. Like I said, three to ten could really just swap at any. Uh, so that's like season one, episode 16, Snapshot. Yes. Uh, with the little boy who's like taking, he doesn't want to play hockey. He doesn't he want to play take hockey. photos. Yeah. He like ends up they're robbing a bank or something. They're and going he, through a construction site to rob a bank. Yeah, and he yeah. like interrupts them. Uh, and in order to save the little boy, the hobo uh, then pushes the man down an elevator yeah, shaft. He doesn't. He doesn't have to. That's <laughs> no. the thing. The boy's in the way, and the guy like I remember. It, I could see it in my head. He like mimes his setup. Like yeah. he steps back and like puts his both of his hands up. Like he's mm. gonna do a mime push. Yeah. And Hobo could have just like knocked the kid out of the way or knocked the man down because <laughs> he can do that. But instead he like knocks the kid out of the way and then he lets the man fly over him. It was like a body check, <laughs> which is say, very apt. Yeah. <laughs> and the dude falls down on elevator shaft and you hear the splat. <laughs> <laughs> this is where I think we first discovered your love of dummies. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, yes, because we see the dummy fall and then there's a very audible thud. Yes. And he fell from very high. He did He's, not survive that. He did not. <laughs> The hobo killed that man. <laughs> oh my goodness! He's done a lot of murders yep. by proxy. He's, he's been around a couple of manslaughter, <laughs> just yep. a few. Who knew the hobo would have so much death? <laughs> <laughs> That's an excellent choice. So my number eight is the chimp with the burning rope uh, from Guinea Pig. Yes, uh, that they are using a chimp to film with is already kind of a strange thing. I understand yeah. chimps are trainable, yeah. but to put a rope a noose around that chimp's neck and have it on fire and have the chimp run around i mean we know how much i hate chimps and even i was like no (laughs) No, this is too much (laughs) no thank you Uh, that was yeah that was not on my what the fuck list but it should be (laughs) because that is definitely like who agreed to that who thought that was okay how did no one on set go well, that's the, like, and it, it, the moment you see it, this yeah. isn't a thing where you think about it later, right? This no. isn't a man in a swamp. This is, <laughs> you're watching it on the screen and you're yeah. like, no, that, no. That, that rope is on fire. That rope is on fire. That chimp is running around with it. He is up. He is an upset chimp. Yes. Surprised <laughs> uh, he did not attack anyone. Uh, yes, that is absolutely deserving of being on the top 10 WTF <laughs> moments for oh, sure. Man. <laughs> All right. What have you, what have you got for number seven? Uh, more death than murder. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Man impaled on pitchfork. Oh yeah. <laughs> so that was like way at the very beginning, episode one or two and two. three. Yeah, two and three. So the, it, are centered around Charlie yep. uh, getting impaled on a pitchfork. <laughs> yeah. And I just remember we were still very early into our yep. hobo yep. days. And we're like, is this, is this going to be all of them? Like, they, they literally just... 
they just killed a man with yep. a pitchfork. Yep. That happened. <laughs> um, and again, it's very vivid in my memory, so it went on the list. <laughs> Excellent choice. Yeah. Excellent choice. <laughs> my number seven is uh, Man Steps on Landmine from War Games. Ah, yes. Because I did not expect it. <laughs> Like, and it's a real stunt. Like yes. they they do the pyrotechnics, and the guy flips onto his neck pretty he, oh, hard. Oh, he did I like think. a full on <laughs> somersault onto his head. <laughs> that's that's an incredible moment. That yes, that is definitely a WTF moment. That whole episode's kind of a WTF moment because they roll the tanks out, and, and then they have the like the A team. <laughs> yeah, the guy who killed somebody. Yeah, definitely like More murder. <laughs> they got like the village people of, yes. of like team a is like a bunch of kids and one re- like veteran and then team b is like just the craziest <laughs> yeah, like all... tropic thunder yeah, they are yeah. goons oh man but uh, watching that dude step on a landmine that was yes that was definitely a oh my god they did that moment <laughs> <laughs> fantastic best what have you got four. number four for best uh so our favorite christine foster mm-hmm. uh had to be somewhere on this list yep so, Carnival of Fear. Nice. Uh, I think that was her best episode. She had lots of good ones. Yes, she did. Ones. Uh, but that one was just one of those ones where it was weird, but it worked. Yes. Like, it, the whole arc with that, like, uh, fortune teller mm-hmm. was great. The whole reveal at the end where she tears <laughs> off her face yeah. was Blah. great. Um, the whole, carnivals are creepy to begin with, so... The whole atmosphere of it was very like Stephen King. Yes. It had the guy reading Stephen King. Yep. And it just all worked yep. really well together. I agree. Uh, so, yes, that is my number four. Great choice. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, my number four is Sheep in Wolf's Clothing. Ooh, that was a good one. Yes. Um, I think because it is just a strong episode. Um, it's got horror elements, which none of the other hobo episodes ever really did. No, not um, quite the same way. Watching that wolf slink around is oh. is creepy. Yes. Um, we and it's probably the best use of the wolf dog trope that we've had through. I think definitely like what do we say? Wolf <laughs> bounty, probably whatever the other ones were. Like it, it's popped up probably six or seven times where times, people yeah. have thought the hobo was a wolf. Yeah. You know, so I, I think it's just the best encapsulation of of that trope. And it's a good story. It's yeah. a little strange with the woman who leaving her baby to go check the mail. Yes, that was very strange. But then again, she was also losing her marbles. Yes. And that's the other thing too. It's psychological, <laughs> kind of a psychological yeah. thriller as it goes along, which is pretty incredible for for 22 minutes about a show about a dog a magical dog it's very unexpected and coming after a long run of bad episodes it was very welcome it was like oh wow like they can do good things with (laughs) this story and this dog (laughs) (laughs) like they can come up with interesting stories and i'm like ooh, i want to know more (laughs) there's that whole scene with the dog in the baby crib and he like just appears or whatever just up in the window yeah (laughs) so good or the baby throwing the bottle despite the fact that the baby's like yeah like four months old doesn't have the upper body strength (laughs) he's he's a little rock yeah he's He's gonna be a lumber cop someday (laughs) exactly oh man excellent choice not on my top five list but definitely an honorable mention good yeah Mm -hmm. um okay let's let's circle back i will find third worst okay 
I don't think this will surprise you. Okay. Um, but I have Big Al and Sam Strawberry. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> it doesn't surprise me at all. As a matter of fact, I think this and the next one, we might have the similar ones. Similar ones? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, Big Al and Sam Strawberry is easily one of the worst episodes. Not only because we have another unlikable protagonist mm-hmm. in the artist, mm-hmm. but we have a shootout scene in an Italian pizzeria <laughs> and I had never been more bored in my life. Just so many bullets flying and I couldn't care less. Couldn't, you were hoping they'd just hit one of them. Just end it. And there was that weird music playing while it was going on. Yes. It, there's there's a bad fight scene which starts the episode. Yes. Um, the only highlight of that that I can re- remember from my notes is that the guy, the artist, when, the, when Hobo shows up, he says, ain't my... F- Dog, yes. <laughs> he just muted out the swear word. Hey, call your dog hey, my dog. <laughs> yeah. But that's honestly the highlight of the whole episode. The rest of it is this awful artist getting this this authentic Vincent Van Gogh, yeah. then going to swindle the woman out of her painting, priceless family painting, and to make it up with her, he takes her out on a date where they yeah. eat popcorn, and then he makes her make him dinner. It, it, oh, and then at the end, they're all lovey-dovey, and you're like, oh, I feel disgusted. She's like, what's yours is mine. It's, no, Ugh. no, this guy is a monster. He's he's awful. He was going to sell... He went through... The only reason it didn't work is because Hobo swapped out the paintings. <laughs> right. He was going to give your multi-million dollar painting to get out of his gambling debt thirty thousand dollars in gambling debt he's got a gambling addiction <laughs> yeah he's a thief he's a liar total and con he, man yeah just <laughs> and and at the end he gets the girl the the painting you know it just it's a terrible terrible episode it's got boring parts but as a whole it just sends the wrong message and hobo it's just he's just there it's one of those episodes that does that thing that i hate in the hobo which is no consequences for bad people yes it gives you a bad protagonist and then they have no consequences and the mafia are bad people too and no consequences no consequences it's like god just somebody you do something bad then (laughs) there should be consequences (laughs) but no not in hobo lands (laughs) <laughs> oh man all right what have, what have you got for number so, three my number three is what i think your number one or two is going to be right it's give my regards to broadway <laughs> <laughs> the one that stefan couldn't watch twice <sighs> he hated it oh, so goodness. much and i also hated it a lot it gives you a horrible protagonist this time yes. a woman so that's nice the worst protagonist <laughs> she's awful she like incriminates herself which is just so dumb there's bad singing. The only good thing about this episode is the hobo drinks beer at the end. He doesn't yeah. see him drink beer, but he's at a table. <laughs> he's at a table with a beer. With a bunch of beer. It is just, it makes no sense. It's got horrible characters. It, mm, <laughs> that's all I could say. It's boring. Like, I've got a lot to say about this, but it's on my say, list. So I we're going like to cycle, we'll cycle back. So I'll just leave it at that. We'll talk right, about it yeah. more after. <laughs> I got some thoughts. Okay, let's go through some more WTF moments. Okay. Number six, we've already talked about, so uh, I'll, I'll just throw it out there. That's Pitchfork into Stomach from uh, Manhunt Part 1. Yes. Absolutely. Just a solid choice. Just a what a way to start this, <laughs> yeah. the whole show. I mean, really, it's episode two, but still. Meadowville. Yes. Twilight Zone. And that was where Wanda. Yeah. Poor Wanda. Just trying to get out of her loveless marriage. But I mean, she did. She absolutely did. He died. She definitely died. And she's now in Vegas living a good life. Yes. That is my canon. That's my head canon. I'm sticking to it. What have you got for number six? This is, I don't know if it's a huge WTF moment, but again, it was one that was 
stuck out to me raccoon down waterfall raccoon down waterfall yep <laughs> from little girl lost in season one episode nine just the sight of that raccoon yes <laughs> falling over a waterfall and very clearly real raccoon over real i mean it's not when i say waterfall if you haven't seen the episode yeah. it's not like a waterfall but it's still like a six foot drop there's a drop yes <laughs> and there's a raccoon in speeding water going over it yes yeah, um, I have that in my honorable mentions, along with Raccoon Drops Out a Tree from Ooh, Rabies, yes. where they drop a raccoon, a raccoon about eight feet out of a tree onto the hobo's back. Yes, just like a thud. <laughs> <laughs> They've done a lot of bad things to raccoons. Yes, yes they have. <laughs> they really, we, so I feel like we've talked about it before, where somebody might have stepped in about in terms of the hobo and craziness that happens to him. Probably around season mm-hmm. two. two, yeah. But other animals? They just let no. it go, yeah. There's been so many. I could list so many WTF animal moments yep. oh, from yeah. the show. Heaps and of them. The raccoon ones are very bad. Yeah. Very WTF. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. My number five is super secret dog telepathy uh, yeah. from the Genesis tapes. <laughs> this yep. is a one where at the time you're like, that's weird. And yeah. then the more you think about it, the weirder it gets. Yep. The idea that the hobo can like use his mind <laughs> to link with a human mind uh-huh. and hypnotize people is is astounding <laughs> especially that it comes so late in the series and never comes back and it, but it, it messes up everything doesn't it <laughs> yes. because he has his power if he has his power he's been using it it's not like he just <laughs> developed it the day of <laughs> just I'll try this. You, you break the world. Yes. You've broken the world. Like you've confirmed that those two episodes yes. messed up, or I shouldn't say messed up. They made Hobo super cool. Yes. But they like, if you were just thinking this is an ordinary dog that maybe is a little smarter than the average dog, <laughs> yeah. you're wrong. This <laughs> no. dog is like canine superior. He's a meta dog. He, he's a meta dog. <laughs> he has mind powers. He's perhaps immortal and can travel incredible (laughs) distances like you know this this breaks the world and it's that's why it's number five it's just (laughs) crazy it's definitely on my list as well uh (laughs) because yes it is just one of those moments where you're like they either needed to just lean into this yes and just be like this we're establishing this now and we're just gonna run with it yep or don't do it (laughs) (laughs) just like she literally says she was stunned she couldn't move yeah (laughs) like it's not even like we're we're hypothesizing that that's what happened yeah they state it yes they're very yeah (laughs) it's just like wow where did this come from incredible (laughs) incredible stuff so good (laughs) oh man all right uh oh i guess it's my next w2f yeah again this one i'm not sure it i just went off the top of my head uh, and I was thinking about Fire Horse and those horrible firefighters. Yeah. And this might be a delayed WTF <laughs> because the more I think about this episode and how they portrayed those firefighters, the more I'm like, WTF. <laughs> like, it's not hard to portray firefighters as heroic or just normal. Yes. But they actively went out of their way to make them terrible. They, and they are terrible <laughs> at their job. They don't do um, like a survey of the building They at don't know all. how many people are in the building. They're just like chilling out front, yes. like having a cigarette <laughs> like while the building burns and people are trapped inside. Yeah, and the, the chief of like the fire chief <laughs> yeah. is not competent either. He nope. he doesn't follow up with the protagonist at all. Like he he does kind of, sort but he's of. not on him. He knows something's wrong. He just he's lets just, him keep doing what he's yep. doing. Yeah, and it's like again, obviously the protagonist is terrible, not wearing yeah. his mask. Like, what the f? <laughs> just 
the more I think about those firefighters and how they're portrayed, I'm like, WTF. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow. That's a really, that's a good choice. <laughs> so that's my number five. All right. All right, what are we going to do? Best five, right? Yes. Number three? Yes, number okay. three. Okay. My number three is Silent Witness. Good choice. Uh, first, first season, Silent Witness. I think we had a ton of fun talking about it, and yes. we had a ton of fun watching it, too. <laughs> yeah. um, this is perhaps the only other instance of, like, horror in The Littlest Hobo. It, yeah. Incidental. when Some he like psychological. Yeah, when he walks into the guy's backyard <laughs> and, like, turns his head to look at him, and the guy tries to shoot him with a shotgun out the window. Yeah. But, like, Silent Witness is probably a pretty perfect episode. Um, because you have a stunt to start it off yep. with a woman, like an actual stunt woman getting hit by a, a Peggy, truck. Peggy, Eggie. Yeah, she did Peggy great. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was amazing. Um, you have Hobo <laughs> using his like detective skills to figure it out because he finds the guy by the sticker in the back of his truck. Yep. We have a car crash later where he rear-ends that lady. Yes. And starts freaking out. She's like, you could have killed me. He's like, I didn't kill anyone. <laughs> you got Michael Ironside in there yep. doing a little cameo. Um, and the guy learns something and, you know, he doesn't get punished by the law, but he goes to Peggy and like There's he makes his apology. Some, yeah. and he does he does his thing, right? Yeah. Um, so I think it's an excellent, excellent <laughs> episode. I think it stands all on its own. I agree. It's definitely on my list. It's okay. not my number three, so let's see where it goes. All right. Uh, but yes, it's definitely an excellent, excellent episode. And I think our episode of that one is one of my favorites. It's really fun. <laughs> like, I think <laughs> the whole Batman situation. Oh, yeah. I think if you're going to listen to one episode of our podcast, right. that's a great one to that's, listen that's to. That's a decent one, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's on my list. We're talking about a little more. Um, my number three is The Hero. Okay. Yeah, I just I remember being really worried about that episode mm-hmm. uh, based on the description. Yes. <laughs> it's very like, oh no. Yeah. How is the hobo <laughs> going to tackle this? Uh, but it turned out to be really fun. They handled that character really well. There was like a fun mystery. He was Sherlock, right? The hobo's name was Sherlock yes. in that episode. And there was some like deduction and there was some fun stunts. Yep. And I think just because my expectation of that episode and what it ended up being is what vaulted it onto my list. Right. Because it was fun and enjoyable and didn't treat that character badly. Yes. (laughs) Which I had really expected. (laughs) So um, that's why it's on my top five list. Wonderful. That's a wonderful pick. (laughs) Okay. Let's, let's go back to our worst. Okay. Uh, I've lost track of who's starting. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. I'll go. Okay. Uh, Because my second, we're on my second, right? Second Second worst. worst. The second Uh, worst. Is we can talk a little more about Big Al and Sam's drama. Okay. Yeah. Because that's my number two. Because, you hated Give My Regards to Broadway yes. as much as I hated Big Al and Sam Strawberry. For all the reasons you've already discussed, just really need to hammer home how horrible that main protagonist was. Yes. How he, he embodied the love stories that Hobo does. Yes. Where they just shoehorn in a love interest for no reason, and they make her just an awful like pawn to some horrible yeah. male just so he can have some sort of love romantic interest i don't know why they do it they do it a lot and i hate it and it's probably the worst in this episode (laughs) yeah very much so yeah i mean i've I've said my bit about this episode it it is a rotten episode it's just their relationship is rotten and they try and portray it as a good one so that's like they portrayed it terribly fine but they try and make it sweet and it's not yes and then big al and sam strawberry themselves are just horrible characters yeah they're like um marlon brando knockoffs yeah. they didn't have that godfather knockoff music oh that's true they did the guy one guy with a mandolin Ugh. just kind of like yeah. blinking around in the background just 
it's just so bad. They're trying to be gangsters and mafia, <laughs> and they're a, the safe not door open by like the hand. cherub. Yeah, you yeah. push the belly button on the, <laughs> the cherub, cherub, and then somebody behind the set, because you could tell <laughs> yeah. it's just like a set, yeah. is like manually pulling a rope because <laughs> yes. it's not even. It's not it's kind of like automatic. Yeah, it's kind of jittery. It's so bad. Uh, and then we've talked about that shootout in the like pizzeria. It's just terrible. Bad music, bad action. It's yep. just bad yes it's so bad it is it is bad <laughs> so that is my number two All worst right. episode of the little Sobo. <laughs> uh my number two worst episode is romeo and, and julio uh, there you go yep I, we've talked about it <laughs> i i mean it really just to reiterate you're watching the hobo take notes back and forth you yeah. see the problems coming a mile away they're easily mm. solvable and when you have leslie nielsen who is a national treasure Absolutely. and is this guy is a comedic genius he can't save your episode You've got real issues. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think we need to harp on this episode any more than we already have, but stay away from it just, at all costs. Just don't watch it. Yeah. It's not worth it. No. <laughs> WTF moments. Oh, yes. Uh, so my number four, once again, is an entire episode. Okay. Um, it's the entirety of the episode Dragon Slayer. <laughs> yep. Season five, episode 12. <laughs> what are you talking about? I actually went back and looked at what we titled, or you titled, our podcast episode, which is Dragon Slayer aka the WTF yes, episode yeah, yeah. and I was like well it's perfect because everything about that episode is so bizarre you have these kids who are playing some sort of D &D. Like, live action D&D yes they're LARPing <laughs> yes that's right they're LARPing uh, he keeps trying to like kick his sister out or whatever there's a lizard that appears in the yes. in the forest we don't know where they are or what is going on there's a man who fights a bear yeah well he doesn't fight the bear <laughs> the bear fights the bear him, fights him. <laughs> there's a kid with a bear a baby bear on a rope, rope? yes there's a kid who gets attacked by a snake just so and bizarre shrugs it off the owner's <laughs> like oh don't worry you know fred or whatever the snake's name Fine. is he's he's okay he's mostly harmless like that snake was like literally constricting that boy <laughs> he was about to he was die going to eat him <laughs> he was going to eat him and just everything about that episode yes, is the whole episode so w like why is this episode exists i don't understand it but I would say watch it. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's why it's not on my bottom. No, it's definitely not a, a, one of the worst episodes. It is, I think, with the Genesis tapes, yes. for different reasons. Yeah. One of the strangest episodes. You'll be like, what am I watching this whole time? Yeah. But you will enjoy it. You won't be bored. Absolutely. You yep. will not be bored. And I hate child actors, as we all know. Yep. And these ones were not great, but not terrible. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> they did fine. <laughs> nice. Number four for me is Botulism Dog. Oh, yeah. The Trail of No Return. Ooh. So we've learned since from Brad that apparently this dog, it is it was the oldest of the hobos. Yes. And so that's why it's walking funny is because it it's like fourteen years old He's in the shot. Like His man. joints are all beat up. But you know what? Even then Ugh. I don't like you know I let's get personal here for a second. Yeah. I had a family dog. His joints went when he was like thirteen. Yeah. We put him down. Because yeah. you couldn't stand up anymore right. without really working at it and he couldn't walk yeah this dog should not be alive <laughs> no absolutely not and, and i say that with all like love and sincerity yes. and if it is alive yeah it should just be in its bed and taken for minimal walks it should not be in front of a camera nope in a swamp marsh yeah. falling literally falling over logs because and it doesn't have the power <laughs> and agility anymore to to get over yeah. obstructions 
is heartbreaking to watch it's and it's awful to watch on the screen because we didn't know this nope so we thought they just drugged the dog as like there we knew something was wrong with this dog 100 like, this is not acting no this is a dog that is in distress yes and it's so awful to see. Yes. And more so when you think he's just old and like clearly Chuck is off screen just calling for him. Yes. And he so he's wants to please. trying so hard to get. I know. <laughs> it's it's awful no matter what. It should never have been done. No. Yeah. I, it's not on my list, but it's definitely a WTF yes. moment. It's. Oh, how did that happen? <laughs> I hope your next one's. Uh, lighter than that. <laughs> uh, well, my next one is one we've already talked about. Okay. It's when Hobo literally hypnotizes yes, a woman, woman from the Genesis yeah. stage. I felt him in my mind. <laughs> like, and again, we've talked about it enough, but like, wow. She, he touched wow. me, a, a touched a part of me, me that had that never been touched, touched or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, As if he had communication with part of my mind that never been reached before. His eyes were hypnotic. Turn around, <laughs> bright eyes. She's like, it's <laughs> very romantic or creepy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or be a little fan of the opera, a little bit of both. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, that whole again, we've talked about it. Is just <laughs> WTF? Yeah. How did that happen? <laughs> and that's a slow burn. That's a delayed. That is definitely yeah. a delayed. Like okay. Uh, my three is a delayed as well. Okay. It's well, it's a mix of both, but it, it gets stranger the more you think about it. Okay. It's the weird clown hell zone from the clown. I blocked that from my memory. The fact that he can like. I'm pretty sure he's summoning Satan. The beast that is his And and then mm-hmm. we the audience are seeing him dance in this clown zone. Yeah. But Hobo apparently is also seeing this. Oh it, it it's a pocket dimension. <laughs> yeah. Like this isn't just he's in his it. imagination. <laughs> he he is in it. Yeah. What do you call him? Penny dumb? Oh yeah. <laughs> the bad cousin, the, the dumb cousin <laughs> the of the penny, family. Yeah. It, that is one that like thinking about it now I'm like that is just that is just strange it's a strange choice to film it that way yes and and in the hobo universe the hobo extended universe (laughs) yeah um just bizarre so and you have Donald Connor because that was his episode and we talked about I love him and singing in the rain yes and you make him do this weird shit yeah (laughs) like I don't yeah again I blocked most of that episode from my memory uh, but I can now, still hear the music. I was gonna though. say now that you bring it back, it's all coming back to me. <laughs> like oh, that was a WTF moment. <laughs> like what was that? Oh yeah. man. Okay. Well, <laughs> good choice. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, shall we cycle back? Okay. Best. I'll do. I'll do number two. Okay. So top five number two for me is the hero. Uh, so very close to yours. Yeah. I almost wanted to make this number one. It was so yep. close. Mm-hmm. The only reason it's not number one is because it has some weird edits. It it loses <laughs> some of its gravitas on the editing in the editing <laughs> studio. It's not the acting is incredible. So he's probably our best actor. Yeah, absolutely. I would I would yeah. stand firm on he is the best actor to yeah. ever have been in the Littlest Hobo. Yes. Sorry to Forrest Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> this guy takes it away. He was what, the godson of Lawrence oh, Olivier? Yeah. He could speak like Mandarin and Portuguese. Like eight million and languages and like, like piercing blue eyes. Uh, yes. And, and just the way he acts and the way that he, you can see, you can see him. You believe mm-hmm. that this man is processing things mm-hmm. as he's looking at the hobo. The hobo will do something and mm-hmm. he'll stare at the hobo for like two seconds. You can see in his eyes the gears working. It's, yes. That is incredible. It's a tour de force. 
he that is an excellent excellent episode the weird edits are what bring it down the weird music we get about 15 oh, seconds yeah. of the east side angels, and then we get the one and only like barn door swipe oh. at some point where the truck leaves and then comes back which is unnecessary it that's where it loses a little bit to the number one for me that is fair that is very very fair but yes that is a good episode yes. like it deserves to be anywhere on a top five list yep you should watch that one i wish that man had done more acting because yes. we looked at his IMDb and he hadn't done a whole lot no. afterwards. I'm sure he's living a great life. Maybe he's dead, but I'm sure he lived a great life. Yeah. <laughs> but he, we would give him our hobo trophy yes. for acting. Best actor. Best actor. Best actor. Hands down. Absolutely. You deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> Good choice. My number two, we flipped, is Silent Witness. Okay. Uh, I just, I really enjoy when hobo tortures people. <laughs> <laughs> he is tortured. He's torturing them. Like that scene where the guy is like, in his kitchen in the window. He's yeah. looking out his window in his backyard. <laughs> the hobo just walks, stops, and stares at Mike him. Like Myers style. <laughs> like yep. he is going to serial kill yep, this yep. man. <laughs> like, he like burns, tries to burn the evidence. And he tries yes. to poison the hobo with meat. Yes. And the hobo's like, nah. No, I he puts it down the sewer grate. Yep. like just the whole the man unraveling and like at the construction thing oh, where yes. he like appears and disappears just, like batman yes and then he shows up in the back of his truck he's just in the rear he window. just pops <laughs> up and the guy yeah, it's the car. like that whole episode is just the hobo slowly torturing a man yes and i love everything about it <laughs> it's so good i also like peggy a lot even though she's yep. only in that episode a little bit yep which just proves you don't need a whole lot of scenes to make me like a character. So how you can have a whole episode where I hate them yep. blows my mind. Uh, but I just enjoyed everything about that episode. Me too. It was fun and enjoyable, and I wish more of the hobo had been like that. Awesome. Uh, so Silent Witness, number two. Okay. <laughs> Let's circle back to our WTF. Ah, yes. These are our last ones, aren't they? Yes. This is number one and two. Okay. Uh, so my number two, we've already talked about. It's the man down the elevator shaft. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't get over the fact that the hobo just, like, he murdered that man. He, he absolutely straight up, there is no question that man is dead. He's He is dead. <laughs> yeah. And, it, it, you know, I understand it's not first or second degree murder, <laughs> yeah. but it's definitely, like, it's very much a, a Batman Begins yes. thing where he's like, I just choose not to save you and then lets him die. <laughs> just like, you tripped over me. <laughs> yeah, whoopsie-doo. Like, <laughs> just, that's what happens. Yeah. And then, like, you're like, okay. Maybe, I don't know how you would do this, but you're like, maybe the hobo shows remorse, but he doesn't. Instead, he gets the kid to hit a guy with a two by four like a minute and a half later. That whole episode is just full of like murder and <laughs> violence. And head trauma. <laughs> Teaching a child that violence is the answer. It is. It <laughs> like, solves all the problems. That's all you need to do. Push men down the elevator shaft or hit them with two by oh, four. Man. You're fine. Incredible. Uh, yes, that is definitely a WTF moment. Um, so my number two is the hobo skydiving. Okay. <laughs> because, I mean, obviously he didn't really skydive. No, it's a dummy for sure. <laughs> for sure. But they did drop him from like six feet. Yes, they did. <laughs> with that parachute. Oh, and he landed bad, didn't and he? He landed so awkwardly. And just the fact that they thought, oh, let's show a dog skydiving yes. is a WTF. <laughs> Even if he doesn't actually skydive, that is a WTF. <laughs> They're like, yes, the hobo's just going to get shoved out of this plane. Yep. And land, like, and there's that whole weird exchange with the ranger man. Good luck, smoke. Good luck, smoke. Just <laughs> love, and like the hobo just automatically knows what to do when he yep. lands. He's got the he's got the antidote. <laughs> he's like figured it out. Just that whole sequence 
was WTF. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> very, very strange. The good WTF. Yes. Because no one was hurt. Well, the dog. Well, you might as well, yeah. But WTF. Yeah. <laughs> okay, my number one, I think, is probably going to be the same as your number one. I'd be willing to get. I'm going to say, yep. Do you want to Do you want to say it on three, even <laughs> if we don't have the right words? Okay. Okay, so one, two, three. Dog Hobo through a window. window. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <It's> like... <laughs> From standard, it can't be anything else. Like, there was no question. When I started this list, it was like, Number one. There you go. Yeah, that's the very first thing. <laughs> Don't have to think about it. They threw the dog through a window. He didn't jump. <laughs> no. They threw him, that... and he did not want to go. He was so upset, yes. and he was pushed, well, yeah, thrown through that window like a bullet. Yes. Like, head first. Yep. And that glass was not, obviously, it was like fake glass. Yeah, but like away. That's still... He's got his head turned to the side. Yeah. He lands wrong because they cut. Like yeah. they give him a separate landing shot. You you are taking a living, breathing animal that's intelligent. Dogs yes. are smart. Mm-hmm. They're not stupid, especially, you know, London or, you know, yeah. Toro, whoever this dog is. And you are throwing this animal <laughs> against its will because there's no way. No you could dog train would be okay with that. Through a <laughs> breakaway window. And it's not even like it's not that it makes it any better but it's not like the window is ground floor this no. window is up four feet off the ground yeah. not only are you throwing this dog at a, like a at like an arch of six feet you're throwing <laughs> it through a window where it can't see anything it's terrified yeah it's not, it can't even see through the window because no. it's like frosted yes <laughs> it just i it blows my mind just... that they did that and it blows my like it just it makes me question chuck yes like, I feel like more of this would have happened if somebody did not step in. Like, yes. I feel like this is where, like, the SP, whatever, somebody, somebody stepped CT, in. Even somebody from CTV, CTV was who like, was a dog lover was yeah. just like, listen, listen, I saw the first season. Yeah. You can't do this. No more of this. Yeah. Otherwise, I think we would have gotten more dog through window yes, type stunts. Absolutely. Like, I we, I mean, we got dog on top of, like, truck. Yeah, trains. trains. And, yeah. That alone is like, okay. <laughs> so dog through window yeah yeah just just i remember when we watched that or when i watched that episode and then we talked about it just being having to pause to process yes. what i just saw <laughs> <laughs> like did that just happen <laughs> yes it did you unanimous number one pick absolutely the biggest wtf moment in the little sobo um for sure wonderful <laughs> do you have any honorable mentions you want to go through real quick i didn't list any honorable mentions to the wtf okay moments. I, i've got some okay we'll just we don't have to talk about each one but i just want to bring them up in case somebody's thinking them we, <laughs> yeah. we didn't um kid on a wheelchair gets drop kicked by the hobo yes he lands weird on his ribs <laughs> strange yeah. that whole sequence is strange that twangy music is strange so strange um, the old people blowing the doors off a shed with a car. I love that moment so, <laughs> so much. So much fun. <laughs> yes. Um, the hobo getting shot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was a WTF moment. <laughs> um, the kid easy eating poison. The, yes. Very strange. Also, this one's kind of under the radar and it almost made my list. Dog monorail, where he gets <gasps> from the top of the tower to the bottom of the tower faster than Joey Jackson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's the board, I thought about it. And I'm like, that is... And we didn't even notice until we talked about the episode. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a second. He, How did he get down there so quickly? Just hopped on like that a 30 rail. story building. <laughs> just the hobo zooming down it's that rail. Really. He's got a circular staircase. <laughs> and he's just got all of his legs straight down. He's just laying on his belly and chest. And he's just. <laughs> <laughs> the aerodynamic nose yep. going down. He's just going down. Uh, 
And then final one was a babysitter who just abandons her baby. Yes. Yeah. yeah with no explanation. None. None. Done. Just ditches. Those are those are my just honorable mentions. They didn't quite make the cut, but I wanted I, to bring them up because this the Lilith's Hobo is full of. So, these moments and there's more like there's definitely more we've forgotten about there uh, might be something in like the guy dressing up in the bigfoot suit that alone yeah is a WTF all the moment. neck chops yes. from behind like the defector and <laughs> like just there are a lot of these strange things that yes. happen yeah very bizarre some intentional and some some not so no. much yeah <laughs> um our number one worst okay so my number one worst is i mean technically i picked part two it's a two-parter but the whole thing, one and two. The Three Monkeys of oh, Barahar. Yeah. It's in my honorable mentions for sure. I just, again, it's another one that summed up all the things I hate about the little hobo or dislike greatly about the hobo because an interesting setup with these monkeys and then yep. they waste it. The main character is terrible. The plot makes no sense. We did get some great eye acting from what's his yes, name. Yes, yeah. He did some uh, A+. I can't remember his name. Drog or Drogger <laughs> yeah. or something. Uh, we got the weird Droog. like Asian character. Yeah. That was awkward Ooh. and just a little questionable. Yeah. Just, they had that hotel and they barely used it. Yes. Just wasted potential and awful acting. Boring. Yeah. Makes no sense. No, it's painful. It is. It is a painful episode. Painful. Uh, the jive music. With oh, the yeah. Walkman. And um, I mean, the highlight of the whole thing is watching those guys through the, go through the drywall. Yes, that was fun. But that's it. Like, And, and had it been one episode, you yes. could probably let it pass. Absolutely. But two episodes to drag it out. It's just, uh, yeah, it's not. It's They're, they're not good episodes. It was so poorly written. There's so many questions left afterwards. It just... Yeah, just yeah. all the things I don't like about the hobo, like lazy writing, lazy yes. plot, lazy acting, makes no sense, questionable characters. Agreed. Yeah, no good. <laughs> don't watch it. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's my worst of all of them. Perfect. <laughs> I, very solid choice. It's going to come as a shock to nobody what my number one is. <laughs> I, I think I have a guess. <laughs> uh, it is Give My Regards to Broadway. Little jazz hands. <laughs> God, I hate that episode so much. Uh, <laughs> unlikable protagonist, she steals from people. She steals from a jewelry store. Yes. She tries to steal food. She goes in to like a buffet. She orders yep. two plates, one for her, one for the dog, and then tries to be like, Oh, I don't have my wallet. This isn't like, this isn't a Mandarin. Like, this is not a chain. This yep. is a mom and pop yep. food, like restaurant. She's trying to steal from people who can't afford to be stolen from. Yes. Just, it, it blows my mind. The cops don't pursue the case, even though nope. they they know she's stolen things. She's they caught admitted her. It. Yeah, the jeweler knows her. She admits it. They're like, oh, we lost the book. And the reporter's like, well, you want me to write an article about how you lost to a puppy dog because you stole your book? Yeah, write the article. Guess what? We know that she stole from a boarding school. <laughs> yeah. when you, all we have to do is send two cops out for a day to get statements, and we have an ironclad court case. Shut her down. <laughs> yeah, just take her out. She's not a good woman. She's a horrible... She has that whole thing, too, where like somebody tells her to get a job. And she refuses. She, she refuses. She's like, an actor. She, that is all I know, and I that can't. is what I will do I, for the rest of my life. <laughs> the, you know, the great villains of cinema are the villains that you either are afraid of yep. or that you just loathe. Yep. She is a great villain. Even <laughs> though she's a protagonist, I cannot stand this woman. It just gets me angry just thinking about <laughs> I was gonna it. Say, just like, you should just see Stefan's face just getting all red. Like, ah! <laughs> I hate her so much. She like The more we talk about it, because I was like, oh yeah, I remember really hating that episode. 
And now when we're talking about it, I remember hating how she talked. Yes. Because she was that pretentious actor speak that was awful. Not wanting to get a job because she's an actor. Horrible. Getting away with it. Yes. Getting away with everything. No consequences. finally getting a job as a dishwasher, but then she gets to sing her number. Mm -hmm. And it just... It's just awful. It's just awful. I, I'm, gonna, I'm just capping it off. I'm going to stop myself Bad. before I go any further. Yes. If you want to listen to me, just <laughs> just blow my lid for 30 minutes. That our episode's still out there. That is, it's a good episode. The worst hobo episodes often are our best episodes. Yes, yes. Um, so yes, you should definitely listen to that one. <laughs> it's great. Stefan has a full meltdown. Oh man, <laughs> I think I just gave up and ate, ate the fruit tray. The fruit tray. Yeah. <laughs> just stop talking. Just like I'm just eating food. <laughs> um. Do you have any honorable mentions now that we're we're through? Uh, I didn't write. I only did honorable mentions to the top five. I don't know okay. why. But now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, what other episodes are terrible? Mystique? Okay. I have two. And I, th- I, I, I honestly thought Mystique was going to be in your top five. I debated about it greatly. How strange and bizarre and how she's treated and how she's portrayed. Um, this weak, quote unquote, woman and, and the hypnotism. It just the manipulation yeah it's it's not a good episode no. and i remember you, you really not enjoying it it's yeah it is a truly terrible one i blocked it a lot of it yeah. <laughs> out of my yeah. memory i feel like at the end though he does have some consequences yes he does he gets arrested so that's probably why i didn't yeah. make my bottom five yeah uh because yes he gets arrested thank goodness yeah but yeah that one was truly terrible uh, what other bad ones were there? The only, the only other honorable mention I have is the pearls. Oh yeah, because I can't remember that episode. I remember that they get the pearls to a missionary at the end, so he can go <laughs> yeah. abroad and convert people and like just stop doing that. It just was... don't. We don't need missionaries. <laughs> Jesuits, just please. We st- should have stopped with those about three hundred years ago. <laughs> you don't when need they to really shouldn't have existed to begin with. Don't spread the word. No, it's fine. But. I can't, all I remember is the chauffeur showing up, the blonde chauffeur. Yes. And she gets a name. Jack or something, but it's like a guy's name. Yeah, it's, yeah, I can't remember what her name is, but she gets out, she takes off her cap. It's, it's honestly like something out of a 1970s adult film. (laughs) Like you, if you just saw 30 seconds of this clip with the man in the back and (laughs) her getting out and you stopped it and said, what are we watching? (laughs) I'd be like. This is a private film. <laughs> yeah. This is we're gonna get some like saxophone music you know, in a minute. Like, like <laughs> bizarre. But the the only two things I can remember about that episode. That's true. Yes, and I remember that they were all upset about the pearls being stolen and us being like, "But you stole those pearls." You stole the pearls. Yeah, you can't <laughs> get upset when people steal from thieves. Yeah, like you definitely just swiped those from another culture. Yes, and yeah, that episode was bad. Bad. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's all I have for for honorable mentions. Yeah, I, I would agree with those. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, shall we do the number one? Sure. That's all that's left. I'll go first because you've already said mine. Okay. Now I don't think it's necessarily the best episode, but I think it encapsulates the hobo the best, which is smoke. Okay. I know it's the very first episode yep. we watched, but I think everything about it was great. There's great characters like we talked about. There's a great storyline. There's some ridiculous moments, but not like truly out there like okay i mean the hobo skydiving was great that was fun i remember watching that and being like oh is this what the show is going to be like yeah i'm on board yep (laughs) like dog doing crazy things but not actually (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah they showed us a couple episodes later (laughs) yeah like oh no and just i think it was a very solid start to the show and a good episode to show somebody if you wanted to see a good hobo episode yes 
all the good things about Hobo, that's the episode to show them. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I agree. That's I thought about putting Smoke higher. <laughs> um, it only got shuffled out because I, I weighed different things. And and we are these are our personal opinions, obviously. Yeah. Like of course <laughs> you can't really you try and be objective, but yeah. um, you're I think you're absolutely correct. If you were going to introduce someone to the littlest Hobo and you had to pick one episode, I would either pick Smoke or Silent Witness. Yeah, I think definitely. they're the two most solid episodes. Yeah. that you could just put on and be like, this is what the show is yeah. at its best yes um, my number one is the show perhaps at its best but also its strangest <laughs> uh, we've already talked about it i think the best episode is carnival of fear ah yes carnival of fear is such a strange soup of an episode that I, but i love <laughs> shouldn't it shouldn't work but it does i love that it opens with a hot dog cart getting <laughs> crashed into by a van there's the kid with the star wars t-shirt in the background <laughs> the kid who's like oh my hot dog and the owner's like here go buy more hot dogs just don't sue me like <laughs> yeah and the kid's like mm. <laughs> it's a scooby-doo episode which we talked about right yes. that you've got the woman playing two personalities she's yeah. haunting the you know weird tire obstacle room <laughs> maze of mirrors made out of yeah. re- recycled <laughs> tires she's got a silencer on a gun i forgot about the silencer yeah <laughs> like what's going on the the guy um hey dick yeah. hey dick <laughs> hey dick and he's got his little punch and judy show and then you know like and and, and just that episode it never stops. Yep. It starts and it never stops. Hobo does a little stunt where he jumps off like the Ferris wheel onto the tent or off the tent onto the ground. Yeah. Or like it's not <laughs> radical. It it doesn't it looks a little uncomfortable, but you know, Hobo has an active part. Yes. He's trying to tell people things by bringing like the tarot cards to people. It is a mystery because mm-hmm. we we genuinely thought I think that it would be Dick yes. because that would be the obvious like the, the typical hobo. would be too obvious so yes. dick and it works it works in a weird flip-flop where the red herring <laughs> yes actually like we fall we fell we, for it we because we were like oh uh, you know we it's shocked. too obvious that it'll be this person yeah. it's definitely this guy right <laughs> yeah. and it was her she peels her face off oh, that was great it's <laughs> i think it is the best episode it's christine foster's we yeah, you know, absolutely she had a bit of a fall from grace towards the end but i understand because things were probably like there's only so much you can do yeah we it, don't know what's going on know, behind the scenes no there. <laughs> um but yeah carnival of fear is is my number one pick i think that is an excellent choice yes it is such a strange lovely episode <laughs> fun to watch this this is the one if somebody sits down and watches silent witness and smoke mm-hmm. then you throw on carnival of fear yes and then you throw on the hero yeah and you Ex- give them a full that's the full meal the hobo experience yes yeah you got the entrees you yeah. got your appetizers and then you got dessert, dessert. <laughs> and dessert can be whatever you want it to be <laughs> yeah it could be Dragon Slayer. Oh, it could be Dragon yes. Slayer if you want. Tempest Probe, like one of Tempest the bizarre Pro- ones. Yeah. That that could be dessert. Yeah. yeah. Just like, oh, and then it takes these weird detours. Like you thought Carnival of Fear was strange. Oh boy, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> or like sheep and wolf's clothing or yes. wolf sheep's clothing. Yeah, yes. like put that on at the end. I agree. Yes. Yeah. Uh, there are some great hobo episodes. There are. There are. <laughs> um, honorable mentions. Oh, yeah. Okay. So um, my honorable mentions, I didn't really rank them. Uh, I said war games, which we already talked about yes. a little bit. Yep. Just that episode was insane, but <laughs> it was so fun. <laughs> <laughs> they blew up a house. Yeah, they did blow up a house. <laughs> like that, that alone puts it on the top of my <laughs> list there. Um, I said boy on wheels. Yes. Again, just because... Mike Myers. Mike Myers, but also weird. weird flashback. It's weird. The whole scene, the Mac and me. like The Mac and me and um, Whipper Billy Watson. Yes. The nun, the nun the handicapped. N- <laughs> it's 
a person who was handicapped could do many of the things that the non-handicapped person could do. So strange. And the dad who doesn't want his kid to play frisbee, but will take Too him dangerous, sailing. But he'll take him sailing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so bizarre. I feel like your legs are important for sailing. I'm just, I'm just, just putting it out there. Just a big body of water. Yeah, you might want to be able to kick. <laughs> yeah, just be like frisbee safer. Yeah. Uh, so just that one was strange. Uh, and Rex Badger P.I. I have Rex Badger P.I. as well. It's not a perfect episode. No. I still feel bad for that fish in oh, that tank. Poor fish. Poor fish. But the the strange monk thing and the feather <laughs> yeah. and they're growing rice what in they? downtown in Toronto. Downtown Toronto. <laughs> um, yeah. Taking a stab at the P.I. I love love film noir yes. i i love detective old 40s 30s 40s raymond chandler yeah dashiell hammett i that is my jam 100 yeah. percent. i made a film noir like yeah. that was my first ever big movie <laughs> so anytime you're going to take a stab at it i'm in 100 yes. percent. and they, Count me they did a good job at it it yeah. was the voiceover was kind of ridiculous but yes. fun the femme fatale was fun yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, strange but fun yeah <laughs> the whole reveal at the end of who was behind like the yep. gangster hiding with the like monks or whatever yep. great <laughs> put the fortune in the fortune cookies <laughs> yes it's yeah it's it's a wonderful <laughs> wonderful episode yeah mm-hmm. yeah um that's pretty much all of my my uh, honorable mentions the only other one would be voyagers uh yes um uh, i think voyagers yeah. is a solid two-parter probably our best two-parter you could duke it out with sartek i think yeah but i think voyagers is a little more entertaining mostly because we don't have that principal whining the entire time yeah. But then he gets stabbed by a nun, so that's that, good. That, I mean, that's fun. That would have been a good WTF yeah. thing, too. Yeah. Forcible drugging. Oh, yeah. She pumps some, a sedative that, of some that, sort into him just, against his will. Yeah. Injects it. Yeah. Just to shut him up. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I agree. And I think if it hadn't been the like near the end, it would have been better for me. I feel like yeah. that was a good mid-episode weirdly setting up the end yeah it was supposed to be the last episode. if it had been the last episode yeah, yeah that's right. that would have been yeah. that would have been much better than what we had yes absolutely. yeah cool <laughs> well there you go there are our top five our bottom five our 10 wtf moments wow um there's not a whole lot left to do it's I, just this is basically clean all the things up <laughs> just do a little, little housekeeping keeping yeah a little housekeeping um <laughs> on that note i have i have a gift for you katie what i got you a thank you um, gift for coming with me <laughs> I'm a little afraid to open this. You want to describe it to the audience? Okay, well, first of all, it's wrapped in Christmas paper, which is amazing. Oh, sorry, yeah. That's all I had. <laughs> that's totally fair. I was like, that's what's in my house. Okay, let me just... Uh... <laughs> Do I want to flip this over? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, it's a real painting too. <laughs> the hobo. This is beautiful and terrifying all at the same time. Um, it's the horror painting, the hobo staring into my soul. I don't remember what episode this I'm is. I'm trying from. to remember. It's the season opener from season five. It's the one with the tree. Tra- yeah, the this dogs are being trained. And then at the end, there's that photo of the hobo. <laughs> and this is beautiful. Thank you. You're very welcome. Uh, uh, that was done by uh, my friend Madison, who. This is, she's a very, a very good painter and she had a very good time doing this. <laughs> Thank you, Madison. I will, we'll post a photo of this on Twitter. Absolutely. A hundred percent. This is amazing. There Thank you. you. You're welcome. <laughs> Treasure it always. I, but, uh, keep it in your closet, baby. I was going to say, it's definitely going to be like the Dorian Gray painting. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I just want somebody to stumble upon it. Like, Absolutely. In my house. <laughs> You're like, what is that? 
thank you. Uh, you are welcome. Thanks well, for coming along on this uh, journey with me. Thank you for inviting me. It's been fun. I can't believe it's been like, what, two years? Oh, yeah, over two years. Wow. That is, this is not something I ever thought I would do in my life, <laughs> be part of a podcast, but I'm very glad I did. Uh, I have had a great time. Me too. You've done most of the work, so thank no, you so much. I don't much. know about that. <laughs> yeah, I, mm, he has. <laughs> <laughs> I show up and talk. <laughs> that is the extent of my contribution, uh, but it has been so much fun yeah. and enjoyable, and we do have other people we yeah, should thank. <laughs> we'll thank some other people. I would I would like to start by thanking uh, Mike, our car guy. Yes, thank you, Mike. Um, longtime listener, listener, I think, from pretty much the beginning, Yes, who gave us so many amazing spreadsheets filled with facts about cars but also links to car commercials <laughs> this is how we under- uncovered the uh the secret swinger circle of the 70s and 80s that's the, the next adult podcast toys from dodge <laughs> yeah we got a dodge we got a dodge the adult toys from dodge that that ad will live in my mind forever it's so good i have so many questions yeah <laughs> or the one where who's the guy who's acting it's it's not De Niro. Where oh, he's Dustin like, Hoffman? Dustin Hoffman. Yes. With the, the trunk? He's like, the engine's not here. Go to the dealership. They'll show you where the engine is. They'll show you where the motor is. So strange. <laughs> Why? <laughs> but it was great. It was great. I enjoyed knowing those things. And that's all That's all from Mike. Yes. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Mike. Really appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, and thank you for guesting on the episode and then telling us your fabulous story. Yeah, blowing our afterwards. minds off here. <laughs> <laughs> what was that yeah well, also thank you <laughs> very fun <laughs> very much enjoyed <laughs> uh okay uh, my turn i'm going to thank brad our like brad facts guy yeah uh so it was a few seasons in where we discovered the littlest hobo fan page yes. on facebook um run by brad and he then subsequently provided some really excellent facts and Absolutely. like background some information he shared the podcast which is great mm-hmm. and just really thank you brad it was really great yeah (laughs) yeah it was wonderful he would send us separate emails for each one so it was really cool to open the inbox and and see there was like four episodes (laughs) ahead of us and it's it not only saved us a lot of time brad knows a ton of stuff so much just not available online so Mm -hmm. like we would do imtb deep dives and you know Mm -hmm. we'd poke around but brad would be like well this is this exact dog and and he knows where everything was shot, which you can't find on IMDb no. or on like a fan site. So just um, the Alfred Pennyworth of the podcast, <laughs> yes. just a, a wealth of information. Um, and thank you so much, Brad, for reaching out to us and, and yeah. giving us all this wonderful stuff to share with everybody. It was, yes, it's fabulous. And everyone should go and like the Lilith Hobo fan page. They should. Absolutely. Yeah, There's we tour really around on there every now and again. Yeah, I'm really not on Facebook a lot, but I do check that one yeah. a lot. So. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I would like to thank Matt and Kayla of the Big If True podcast. Um, they're the ones who showed me how to do a podcast. <laughs> they are the ones who recommended the equipment we've used pretty much from the start. Um, they were a great influence. Their podcast uh, is no longer running, but it's still, you can still listen to it. I've actually been listening <laughs> to it pretty religiously for the last three weeks, like just nonstop. <laughs> um, they're excellent. Uh, I highly recommend Big If True. And that aside, Matt and Kayla are just genuinely amazing human beings. Great <laughs> sense of humor, incredibly knowledgeable, very sweet, willing to to help out anytime I had questions, especially in that first season <laughs> where I wasn't sure how to edit certain things. And um, just, yeah, this this podcast would not exist if Matt and Kayla 
did not exist. <laughs> they did the first first episode with you. Yes, like their the test tester episode. episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the a, a different creepy Ben Smith. <laughs> yes, back in the was that the nineteen sixties black and white. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. that was cool. I'm really sad we never got to do like an episode with them. Yeah, but who knows what the future holds? <laughs> yep, you never know. We're we're free now, so <laughs> yeah, lots of time. <laughs> if you guys want to resurrect Big If True with four people, <laughs> show up. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got some theories. <laughs> Me too. I've been practicing remote viewing, uh, you know, trying to see into the future for when we all join up. Minority Report style. Yeah. Yeah, Kayla, you're looking very good today, I must say. Fabulous. Yeah. Love what you're wearing. Sorry, I remote viewed you without consent. I will, I have, next in the future. We need to put down some laws. Yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah. Please ask. Yeah. Some remote viewing laws. I literally, I have, there's a book to oh my God, there is. left about remote viewing. I've been researching it a lot. It's pretty, pretty incredible stuff. But yes, big if true. Yes. Thank Super you. awesome, Matt and Michaela. Thank <laughs> yeah. you so, so much. Uh, and lastly, uh, we like to thank everyone who has listened to this podcast, whether you've listened to one episode or all of them or a few of them. Like, thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to us ramble about this crazy Canadian TV show. Uh, we've enjoyed rambling about it. And so it's kind of, it's nice to know that people have listened, people who have commented on Twitter. If you, even if you haven't, like just anyone who's taken a time out of their day. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I, I can't, I couldn't <laughs> say it any better. Um, thank you really genuinely <laughs> yeah. for listening, wherever you're listening, for recommending it to a friend. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, again, we don't check the stats very often, <laughs> but every once in a while I'll pop in there and I can see that we have a couple of listeners in New Zealand, Australia. We had some in Singapore and Brazil, you know, like yeah. it's, we had somebody mention it to Chris O'Dowd on Twitter. Yeah, that was cool. I just really <laughs> neat to know that, you know, just two Canadians in the bitter north. <laughs> yeah, who um, just having a little fun. Just having fun. And and that's why we did this is just to have a little bit of fun. And it's heartwarming to know that it might have given someone else a little bit of fun, too. Yeah. Might have made their drive feel a little shorter or their workout a little better. <laughs> um, you know, just it, it's nice to know that. Uh, there are people out there and they're listening and, and they're enjoying. So thank you for coming along and, and uh, being a hobo with us. <laughs> uh, what do we call them? Hobonator? Hobonators. <laughs> thank, thank you, you Hobonators. Thank you, Hobonators. Hobonators. <laughs> yes. Uh, everything Stefan said. Just, yep. Yeah. Thank well, you. That's it. We're done. Let's get out of here. Oh my God. <laughs> All right. Let's go party. Socially distanced. Socially distanced party. <laughs> 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 All right. Well then, till we meet again, fellow hobos, hop off that train. This is the last stop. <laughs> I've been Stefan. I've been Katie. Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, that was so tight. <laughs> when was our last? Pop that champagne, baby. Woo! Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> Play, what a, wolf bounty. <laughs> <laughs>